The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always with me is Jonda and Swoosh. Hi. Hello. And uh, first story off the rag this week, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Peter Molyneux was doing an interview in which he uh, really wants to prove that not everything he says is a promise and that's that's going to be broken. Yeah. Which yeah, feels no, like a promise that will be broken very fucking It really quickly. does. <laughs> <laughs> it, just I, so, it reminds me of like, oh no, you can trust me, I'm a trustworthy guy. Like, I am immediately suspicious of you, sir. It's trust me, uh, I'm a rat. Yeah, it's exactly what I see. Bananas and bananas. Trust me, I'm a rat. <laughs> he is just ratus in human form, isn't he? I, I, I don't. I, I honestly don't think Peter Molyneux is malicious. No, he's, he's just overexcited about what he's doing. Yeah, yeah that seems like because that like having he read has through the, the whole thing, excitement. having read through it, it seems like he's much more. Like, he, he gets excited about what he could do. Mm. Yeah. And it, he will take that as what will be done. Yeah, it's more feature creep in his own head. Yeah. Honestly, he just needs someone to, like, go with him to press events so he doesn't do that. A bit like the, um, was it the Marvel uh, guy who has to follow around half the people to squirt them with a spray bottle if they start getting <laughs> It's like, stop it! You mean, you mean just the guy who plays Spider-Man? No, no, it's, apparently it's also the Chris's. Um, no, no one's as bad at it as that guy, though. Oh, oh what's his uh, name? Tom um, Holland. Yeah. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. I love the fact that that Renowned one, for it. My favorite thing is the response from him on uh, Twitter, when it was like, Tom Holland just like dropped the entire script for Spider-Man 2, and he responds like, dude, I had to check to make sure I didn't. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I mean, like, Paul, but Molyneux really does like. Back in the day, like, anything he said could be like some mythical thing. Now it's yeah. sort of like you can achieve a lot of what you say, so they don't come across as like pie in the sky. No mm. way. Yeah. Like I remember hearing a lot of stuff about Fable when it was first coming. He was really talking up Fable. Oh yeah. But like, I mean, I was in high school back then. It's like. We were never going to get half of what he was saying. Like, it was yeah. just not going to happen. He was, he was promising you could plant a seed, then over the course of playing the game, you could watch that seed grow yeah. into a plant, into a sapling, into a tree, and then later on build something within that tree. It's like... Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's cool, but, like, a little bit of you knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, if someone said that, it'd be like, all right, come on, deliver. Yeah. That's a like, thing you can do. It's at that yeah. point where he's talking shit. He's gonna find out. Like he's fucking around with a fan base who's already rabid. Like, well, I mean, I think like, that's why, like his his whole experiment with curiosity and goddess and all that. It was like mm. there was a cool idea there at the core, yeah. but like he was not ready to to do the thing. I, I and was, he, he talked all of them up. I don't think the tech was quite there yet for what he wanted. It's a bit I like think how it, Avatar happened. Like he, he kind of has his great ideas, but he has to wait for the tech to catch up. Now the tech's caught up, but he's not following through. Well, I mean, that's what he's been talking about lately. Is it's like he doesn't want to talk too much about the crazy things he thinks of that are really cool, 
because he can't talk like that anymore. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's what's resulted in his, you know, well, not it specifically, but it's one of the big contributing factors to, you know, his name is Mud in the industry these days yeah. because and no one can trust Peter Molyneux. He's fucking... Yeah. He's way over the hill now. He was responsible for some amazing games back in the day, but you can't do that again anymore. Which I always find weird in that kind of industry. It's like, he can't do this anymore. It's like, I, he can run a team. They can do stuff. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, and that team created Goddess, and Goddess ain't good. Yeah, you're not wrong. But uh, is he still with the same company that did Fable? I thought he left them, or... So did I, because apparently the current game he's working on is called uh, Moat, which is set in the world of Albion, which is the setting for Fable. I think he owns a portion of the actual rights for the story and what they created there, so he still has to be involved. I don't know. Because otherwise he wouldn't be able to make anything in Albion, even if he wrote the fucking thing when he was still there. You could make your own game world and call it Albion. Like, Mm. it's... Mm. The, the t- name of several fucking fantasy worlds. But, but it's very specifically linked to Fable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what it's like. If he's with a different production company, I was just wondering what the. How. Implications would be. Yeah, how strong the, the link is there, other than just like, here's some similar references. I think you're just going to, like, in the opening cutscene, some will call your main character Chicken Chaser, and that's as far as it goes, or what? <laughs> we don't know. No, because there's already enough, a Fable 4 he's coming being, out. He's being very tight-lipped about the project. Yeah. Shock horror. Now that he's going to be held accountable for what he says. <laughs> still. I don't know. It, it's not... It's, it, I'm still it kind of sad, because I remember the kind of gleeful magic that was listening to Peter Molyneux talk about video games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, he burnt us one too many times. He was but, very good at getting the hype trained up to speed. Oh, yeah. But he won't be the, the first, or he's definitely not the first dev that's hyped up a game and then massively under-delivered. Yeah. Like, oh, hell That's no. pretty much the entire AAA market for the last five years, at least. It might as well be industry standard at this point. Yeah. So, if anything, he was just ahead of his time. Yeah. I just find it funny, like, the hype train is going, you know how it's like, you know, some people are conductors on that train, they, they guide people. He's the guy at the front shoveling coal, like, fucking going ham. We will get <laughs> hype up to maximum speed. No, no. He's laying I, track. I, I think, think incorrect analogy. I think Molyneux, at least back in the day, Molyneux, mm. was hitting the NOS on a car. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. All the other guys are getting the, the, the car running, it's beautiful, it looks great. He's just like turbo for fucking. Let's get it on. Let us, let's get it going. Because he, he just is, is had that personality. Remember, um, was it Back to the Future? I think it was three when they go back in time and with the the train. Mm. Uh, he's the one. The logs that they throw into the fire to get the speed of the train up mm. to speed. Yeah, uh, but then it explodes because the train can't handle it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's him. <laughs> that, that analogy works too well. <laughs> it was made for him. Uh, well, shall we move on to the next thing? Probably a good idea. Yep. But honestly, I at least appreciate that he has enough introspection to go, oh, this isn't working anymore. I need yeah. to I, I want to know if it's not. him or if it's someone there with a spray bottle. Like, Spat! I don't care if it's him or someone with a spray bottle. He's mm. saying the words. Yeah. Yeah. If there's been a little bit of self-reflection. They go, ah, oh, shit, no. I'd... Yeah, I went a little too overboard there. Yeah. Uh, next up, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep going. Uh, next up, which I just I don't, I, okay. So the the new PlayStation is coming out with the oh. the slim version with its uh, buy separate CD ROM drive if you want one. Mm. You have to pair online the CD ROM drive to the console before you can use it. Yeah, like if it's a one off firmware patch, that would still annoy the shit out of me. It pairs the unit together. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Why does that need to be online? So, and this is a supposition from the article, and it actually makes a lot of sense, is so Sony can prevent third-party guys just making a drive. I would prefer they third-party makes a drive. Maybe then it'll work properly and cost, like, not an arm and a leg. Yeah, but Sony wants that arm and a leg. Mm, yeah, freaking nice. True. So they're basically just smothering the third-party CD-ROM drive market. Yeah, they're, they're taking the, the Apple business model. I mean, the funny thing is they think that'll stop them for more than a week. Like, oh, it probably will. It'll take them a while to crack that sort of um, hardware limitation. But they will crack that. Eventually, but who knows how long, and you'll probably have to jailbreak the PS5 before you can do it. Hmm, true. Because it's a removable drive, I'm wondering how long it's going to take for them to just open that up, take the board out of it, and just wire in an external hard drive you can just sideload games straight onto. Oh, that'll happen within like a month. I mean, you don't even need to do that. Modern consoles just take Mm. drives. Mm. Yeah. But But if this is just being extra... You're thinking too complicated, man. But just and this would be an easy way. Like they won't even need to mod. You could buy a base console straight off the shelf and only buy a single modded piece that just clips into yeah. the side and works. I am guaranteeing though, this is like a step. The next PlayStation will have DeNovo in their fucking like <laughs> in their disc drive somehow. It's like we found a way to install DeNovo into our disc drive. Now it must always be online. No, the next the next consoles will be streaming only. There won't be any mm. owned releases. It'll only be streamed. I don't want that future. No, but it's coming. That's a sad None of us future for Australians. <laughs> yeah, because the weird thing is, like, everyone's like, "Oh, the industry forces, like, tells us where to go." It's like, you don't listen to the industry. You ignore us. No, the industry mm. wanted us to add block- blockchain to games. Get fucked. Mm. Yeah. We, we as a uh, like, like people on the internet just need to bully them again <laughs> bully them till they stop That's, we've proven it works the only way you can talk to them is through your wallet just don't fucking support this bullshit oh fuck yeah like, I don't think I'll be buying another playstation but look digital only consoles are coming like, they, they, are, just they absolutely are but when you had the option when the PS5 came out there was a digital only version and a disc drive only version and the di- the digital only version disappeared real fucking quick. Like I can hardly find uh, one for sale online. Yeah. But everywhere is still carrying the disc version. Mm. Like EB Games doesn't even have the digital one listed anymore. JB Hi-Fi doesn't have it listed at all. Neither does Amazon. Yeah. It's only got it there as a placeholder for a previous product. It only lists the disc drive version. Yeah. Which would suggest that consumers are much more interested in that disc. Exactly. Mm. Well. Uh, in the the version with a disk drive because everywhere no longer lists it or carries it as a product. They only want the disk version. 
that was it's not that thing. it's not that the stock doesn't exist it's that nobody was buying it so it's not even listed as a product on these places because when i first looked to buy one um i could have bought a digital one right then and there or yeah. wait and get a disc one i chose to wait so yeah. everyone in the line behind me it was weird. I, I don't know. I don't care that much because yeah. I'm a PC gamer and yeah. everything's digital on PC anyway. At the time, it I is. didn't have a PC, at the time, so it's like, yeah, I'll just do a thing. But yeah, like Xbox wanted to go digital only a generation ago, mm-hmm. and they got sort of laughed out of E3 until they put in a disc drive, and it sort of cost them the generation a bit. Okay. Uh, and now everyone's sort of stepping into the same place where they wanted to be a generation ago. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it was just inevitable. I mean, the yeah. PC market is the larger of the gaming markets, and we've embraced digital for years now. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, like I, I've said, I don't even build computers with CD-ROM drives anymore. No, yeah. Neither My last I, three haven't had one. The issue I have is this: the games are so large on console that they that they still won't upgrade the hard drive space. You can get yeah. terabyte drives. For cheap as chips, like they're fucking seventy angry. bucks consumer level. Yeah, I bought yeah. two four terabyte drives recently for seventy bucks, like just to store shit on. But every time it comes as, ah, oh, it's got like one terabyte. Like guys, add some zeros to that. I can fit maybe two games on there, and you want this to be entirely digital. I yeah. don't trust you to keep your accounts in order. If I uninstall a game, I'm almost guaranteeing I won't be able to get that fucker back from you. But yeah. I don't have no trust in Sony. And this is where I put my obligatory plug for Goggins. <laughs> <laughs> we swear we're not being paid. I fucking wish we were. Oh, be great. I, I would chill. I would get all of the Gog merchandise and wear it while we're recording, despite <laughs> the fact that this is not a visual <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I would be a maximum chill for Gog. Oh, fuck yeah. But, oh, God. I, Gog Audible, I, if you're ever listening, hi. In the off chance, one of you Beckers is paying attention. But, but like, I understand why people want something that they own. And yep. I get that. That's why I never shut the fuck up about GOG. Hmm. Offline installers, motherfuckers. Yep. I have my entire GOG library backed up on my server. Yeah, GOG could shut down tomorrow and I would lose nothing. Which is pretty awesome. Meanwhile, but that's the best you can get. Server, I'm fucked. Oh yeah, I lose a lot. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. say how big that Steam library is. Yeah, um, we don't talk about the Steam library creep. No. <laughs> I mean, I've had Humble for a long time, so... Yeah, me too. <laughs> I swear, I look away from Steam, I somehow have more games. Yeah. They're breeding. Like um, but, like, in, in today's age, offline installs are literally your only form of ownership. Mm-hmm. And I get it. People crave that. I mean, it's why GOG carved out that niche for itself. But we're at a point where discs are going to go away. Like, yeah. people are just going to have to deal with it. Well, they've yeah. not really been much of a thing for a while. Like, we've been wasting discs, because you buy a, a game, more often than not, the disc is just open Steam and puts a key in. Yeah, yeah. it's not <laughs> even an even actual a disc. disc, it's a bit yeah. of cardboard saying, here's your install, uh, here's your install code. Mm. Pretty much. And collector's editions have gotten so much worse. They've gotten so oh, much yeah. cheaper, but more expensive at the same time. Like, yeah. the shit yeah. in them is cheap as fuck, but they cost you an arm and a leg. It's like the show bags, essentially. Ugh. Yeah. You're not even going to start any shit show bags are now. I haven't checked one in a while, but I used to be able to build is... them when I worked at Crazy Clarks. 
there is one show bag that has remained the same for all the years I've seen show bags. The Bernie Beetle one? Damn right. Yeah, Bernie Beetle. That bag has never changed. The bag has never changed, but the price has gone up and up. Yeah. No, and it hasn't. Up. Well, it might have gone up and down, but it generally hovers and stays at about the. It hasn't done the price creep everything else has. It stayed pretty fucking cheap. You can. Yeah. If you've got a fiver in your wallet, you can go get a. a a birdie beetle bag. Which is weird, because I swear to God, I have not been able to find birdie beetles for sale anywhere but those show bags. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. reject shop. Yeah. They came it, every now and again. It's like um, when when women get to a certain age, they just suddenly have those uh, strawberry candies. Yeah. They, they appear in a bowl in their home somewhere. Like, they just yeah. manifest. They're so and damn for good, some re- And for guys, <laughs> for some reason, you just have infinite Werther's originals. Yeah. They already carry them around. They're fucking awesome. Oh, I know. They're great. But I mean, like, there's a certain The transformation has begun. (laughs) There's a point in a guy's life where just suddenly they never don't have any. Mm. It's it's very true. It's very strange. Uh, Our smoker truck that pulls up at work sells them. So it's like, oh, two packets of them. Carry them around. Nice. (laughs) I mean, they're great. They're absolutely... I I understand why old people like them. You just sit there and, and... Suck on them all day. I, I, I think we're just turning into old men. Yeah, but to be are. honest, we already were old men. We're just in younger bodies. Grumpy old men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just oh. wish the wizard beard would grow in better. Same. It, it's annoying. One day. One day we will have great wizard beards. I'll stick I mean, to being I need, a hairy hobo. I, no, I, I, need, I need a <laughs> that's bigger what beard. Is. <laughs> I need a larger beard to support more pandas. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the panda. <laughs> and then, completely not filling in the context on that, next topic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now we never speak of the pandas again. Uh, so, uh, this is two articles that kind of all boil down to the same kind of topic, which is basically Bethesda being butthurt over Baldur's Gate 3. They really, really are. Yeah. Like... It's kind of sad to watch, but at the same time, I'm going to watch it. So, kind of across the two articles, a lot of it comes down to essentially a comparison between what makes Baldur's Gate feel more meaningful to play compared to the offerings from Bethesda. And essentially what it boils down to is, Bethesda went, okay, so we've made this really huge game. Hmm. We can't gate any of it. We've got to let people do anything they want on any character... With minimum friction. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads to this kind of eventual homogenization of your play experience. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you play good, bad, or fucking anything. Everyone needs to be able to do all the same content in the same way. Mm. You will be the head of the fighter's guild, the head of the mage's college, the master of thieves, the master of assassins. You can be all of it. Yeah. Whereas in Baldur's Gate 3, when you make a choice... You cannot be sure if that will have ripple effects that will prevent you from making other choices later. Yeah. You yeah. can potentially <clears throat> lock yourself out from swaths of content just because you said no to the wrong person. I accidentally uncovered an entire quest chain uh, in my second playthrough of Baldur's Gate recently. Purely by accident, I don't know what I've done, but an entire clan of people is still alive now. When I got to Baldur's Gate last time, they were massacred, like, completely gone. And now I have entire quest lines I didn't have before. Nice. Like, like that Bethesda th- games feel very much like a mile wide and an inch deep, 
Mm. Whereas like Baldur's Gate is uh, an open lake with a craggy bottom with hollows and caves and yeah. shit you can't see with with a log floating halfway down. You didn't notice until you dived in and banged your head on it. We're pretty sure there's also a kraken in there, but we can't prove it. No, it's All definitely along. lurking in there with Nessie <laughs> oh, with- and any other monster. <laughs> And that lake has a nice beach that if you really want to, you can just walk along and have a nice time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. At you no can, point do you have to dive into that fucking lake if you don't no, feel you like it. you can just skim straight across the top. You can just ski across the surface and have a great yeah. fucking time. But yeah. if you, you can also come off those skis and just keep going down. Yeah. <laughs> but it is really fun when you're walking along that beach and somehow you've teleported into the center of the lake. It's like, how did this happen? And not just center of the surface, center midway down in the middle of yeah. fucking everything. Yep. How did this Scary. happen? <laughs> like sitting at a poker table with like the squid and Nessie, like, am I winning? But that's why I love that game. Like choices felt like they had weight. Yeah. Like yeah. you could actually get something out of it. If I I would have to sit there and think, like, do I want to make this choice? Is this gonna lock me out of this? What if this companion Ooh. I'm cha- like doing stuff with is annoyed at me? Like I had to think. Yeah. But Starfield was just Alright, I can do the thing. It won't negatively impact me in any way, shape, or form. I, I, can, I can round up Starfield really easily. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uncanny. It, it's like I'm playing yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, but, yeah, that, that essentially this is two articles that came at the same idea from two different angles, which, like I said, it boils down to Bethesda games, uh, they're fun, don't get me wrong, I played my share of, of Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, Yeah. but once you're done with them, you're pretty done with them because you did everything. There's no reason yeah. to really go back and explore again or like try and find different things and, eh. Whereas, like, different races can get all in completely different interactions out of Baldur's Gate. There's an entire separate game, essentially, for one of them, which is the, um... Oh, the Dark Urge. The Dark Urge. Like, yeah. there's so much extra stuff for that one. And essentially, that's two games as well, because yeah. you've got Embracing the Dark Urge and Rejecting the Dark Urge. Yeah. There's so much that can be done. That's just so much unnecessary depth. Oh, yeah. Hell, they even accounted for players breaking the game with, by getting rid of a key item. Yeah. Like, so much love and attention went into Baldur's Gate, whereas, you know, Bethesda games, they kind of feel more commercial now. Yeah, uh, they're yeah, they really do. Which is yeah. why, like, they announced the, the new Elder Scrolls Six. I think, is coming. Oh, they announced that back in 2015. Yeah, but it's one of yeah. those things like... I'm, but I'm just not, by having I, a splash screen, just saying, oh yeah, yeah. It, we are, we will do another one. Yeah. Mm. but like, Not I in this lifetime, but we'll do one. I don't trust it to be good, especially after Starfield. Um, like I I think I've been burnt enough times by Bethesda now. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed Starfield, but like, yeah. Skyrim was great and... You, I enjoyed vanilla Skyrim. I didn't have to wait for mods. Yeah. Starfield, I feel like I have to wait for February or whenever they release the mod pack for it to actually feel like it's got content that I want to do. Well, I think a part of the problem there is, like, Skyrim basically just went, okay, there's a big field. Go, go, fuck off. Go find a cave and stick your nose in it. We don't care. Whereas... Uh, because Starfield is like you've got to fly to planets and it's all this transit time and all these menu clicks and all this loading. Right, in the By most the convoluted get, way fucking possible. 
Yeah. By the time you get to somewhere that might be fun, you're kind of fed up. Hmm. Kind of burnt out, yeah. And the fact that like, I got to a point where I didn't want to go exploring because my hull was perpetually full and I couldn't find vendors willing to take my shit because I've already spent, I, I've already taken all their money. Mm. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know what to do. Whereas, like, Skyrim had that wonderful feeling of, like, oh, I'm just you know, running down a kind of picturesque cannon with a river next to me and then boop, something appears on my compass and I'm like, well, I'm already going that way. Let's have yeah. a squizzy. Pretty much. Yeah. And then you and then find you a spend, cave full of yeah. bandits and you spend four kill hours them. sneaky archer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stealth Archer. Every Bethesda game revolve ends up being Stealth Archer. Even, Unless it's Stealth Sniper. Yeah, yeah <laughs> which is, that's all I play in Starfield. I Same. Stealth Sniper. Yeah. Sneak up behind them, pop, pop, and we're done. Yeah. Wait, who started comparing um, Baldur's Gate 3 to Starfield? Because well, they're not the same game. It wasn't a specific comparison between them. It was just no. comparing Baldur's Gate to generic RPGs that are out there at the moment and Starfield was the next major RPG to be released and it's not so much a direct comparison in gameplay and game quality and all of that it's just the comparison of feel of Mm. going in and actually playing the game it's like yeah you know the role part of an RPG yeah and that thing we keep harping on about like the fact that actually you know is a double A game, not a triple A game, but still surpasses everything we have from triple A currently. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I'd, I'd almost rate Baldur's Gate as an S class game. It's oh yeah, past yeah, fucking agree. A's. Yeah, yeah, special. It's just yeah. it's a league above the others. I still just found yeah. it funny when it, like, when it happened and all the games in the industry is like this. This isn't the new standard. Like we weren't saying it was a new standard, but there is definitely we've raised the bar a bit, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's there is now another rung on the ladder. May not be another yeah. standard, but there is another rung now. Yeah, and I and I don't necessarily want every game to be a um, hundred no. hour epic like Baldur's Gate. No, it There's doesn't room. Need, doesn't need to be that convoluted. Like not so much no. convoluted, but it doesn't need to have that much meat and yeah. potato in it. Like yeah. there's still fun games that are just broth. Sometimes <laughs> I I want a salad. Sometimes I want a salad. I don't want mm. a full meal. Like. Occasionally, I just want a fun thing. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying that they, they can't make a, a... Don't re-release it, for the love of Christ. They but, can't do it. like, you can't, it's, I don't mind if they make another, essentially, a Skyrim. <laughs> because can, Skyrim was really fun. Yeah. If but just market it back, yeah. as a Skyrim. Yeah. Don't yeah. market yeah. it as something more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is, I think, the big problem they ran into with Starfield is they, they really pushed it as this whole, like, next level of what the thing they've been doing with Skyrim and Fallout. They marketed it, it as Skyrim on a thousand planets. Yeah. yeah. That's how they marketed it, and but it wasn't we, that. It's a fucking no. long way short of that. No, we yeah. got we got one Skyrim across multiple planets. Yeah. Like, they carved so, chunks of it and placed them on each planet. If, if, if Elder Scrolls 6 is just to, you bring the scope back in and you essentially make another Skyrim yeah, that's fine I'm actually pretty here for that because yeah. sometimes you want to turn your brain off and just go on a fun hacky slashy adventure through medieval worlds I mean, that's that fun. is mostly why I've been having so much fun with Deep Rock Galactic Survivor oh. turn brain so, off go collect minerals, win I'd, I'd be happy if like for Elder Scrolls 6 they just went through they did a full actual remaster of uh, 
Daggerfall, Morrowind, Oblivion, put them oh. all together in one game with Skyrim, like a full upscale, make it yeah. all nice and pretty, and just a storyline that plotted you over all the fucking continents, but kept all I the other like content that. in it. Yeah. You, you mean Elder Scrolls Online? Yeah. Yeah, but better. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never played Elder Scrolls Online. I, I heard it was pretty good, though. I, I think I played to about level five, and then other things caught my attention. I say the same thing anytime anyone asks me about it. I played it, I thought it wasn't bad, until I got to the first quest zone where I needed to kill uh, a bunch of skeletons in a graveyard. And there was another player doing, a same, doing the same thing on loop. Yeah, and it ah, broke yeah, the immersion yeah. immediately because unlike something like WoW, which goes you're part of the horde, yeah, Sky, uh, Skyrim Online still uh, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online, it's Skyrim like Online Skyrim still Online. <laughs> goes you're the unique hero. Mm, Everybody yeah. else is a chump. Yeah, which is not how you run an MMO. Like other games, sure, not MMO. There's other, or heroes. you have to do what um, Guild Wars did, where yeah. they went. You're special, but everybody else is too. Yeah. Yeah. And they You're also did all pieces. the heroes of the land, not yeah. one of yours. I also liked like how Guild Wars 2 did their instancing. It was pretty good. Yes. Oh, that was fantastic. Much better. Like, if you want an MMO, play Guild Wars 2. Yeah. yeah. Also not a yeah. paid sponsor, but probably would. Yeah. And yeah, buy it once, you don't have to keep paying for it every fucking month. Oh, yeah. You just have to pay for the expansion packs when they come out, and they're yeah. pretty fairly priced as well. Yeah. Yeah. They are not overly expensive at all. They're fucking great. And because all the content's instant, guess what? You don't actually miss out on the fucking story if you didn't oh, play it at launch. Yeah. Which is great. I love that. Which is fantastic, because some of the villains are top tier. Mm. Yeah. Every so often I get the urge to go back and play like that game again, and I do, and I always have fun, and then I eventually get burnt out on it because I played it every day for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll go away and I'll come back and be like, yeah, we'll get back into Guild Wars 2 again. <laughs> it's like an abusive relationship I can't shake. Yeah. And then you gotta remember how to play the character you've spent several months building, and it's like, oh, fuck, how do I play this again? I'll just Realizing keep clicking until something dies. <laughs> <laughs> if I All click hard enough. Although they've changed so much in the amount of time in the expansion packs, you're like, I, this, this character doesn't even make sense anymore. i got to start again. Yeah, That's exactly how I feel with Warframe. Like, yeah. I really want to play it. I really enjoyed when I did play it, but now going back in, it was like, what the fuck is this? I but, really haven't stopped, so I would be happy to help you if you'd like to. <laughs> I um, might dive back into Warframe. If I can wrap my head around the movement this time, I think I should be okay. They have actually worked. I, I don't know when you played last. It was but a they long have worked. Time ago. They've got. I think they're up to like parkour, like three point at this point. Oh, okay, that's pretty. Good. They've worked pretty hard on the movement system. I also Although, had issues when I was like, because I jump into a game uh, just to find, like, go and do stuff. It'd be other people with me, and they get shitty. It's like, oh no, just follow here. Just do the fastest thing. Like, but I want to do the story and explore and do the stuff. Yeah, how do I well, know I what's around this corner if, I, well, I if you all turn right and I want to turn left? <laughs> now they've all now they've actually like focused the story, so it's got its own missions and you don't play them with other people. That's pretty awesome. I like that. When you're playing with other people, you're just playing a level. Yeah. If you've got actual story content to do, that's instanced. Nice. That is good. Keen for that. Yeah. And it's pretty spread out though. Um, I, I know the joke was because like uh, the, they did a big sponsored push at one point so they got a lot of YouTubers and streamers to play Warframe uh, mostly to dunk really hard on Destiny <laughs> nice um, 
and a lot of people are like, it takes like 70 hours to get to the plot, but by after you played the game for 70 hours, you're pretty in. <laughs> by that but point, sure. Stockholm Syndrome has, like, got you good and proper. Bite me, I'm not Stockholm, I can quit any time I want. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare talk bad about my kidnapper, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh. I just like, I like it because, one, it's just a fun game, but it, it's never asked... Any like an egregious amount from me. Yeah, it's never nickel to dime me for money. You can spend money on stuff, but it's Don't all pretty to. achievable in game. Hmm. Um, if you're just willing to invest some time. Yeah, and I remember like some of the crafting stuff I found. It's like, oh, this is a good looking gun for like the thing I want. I spend like an hour going collect resources, come back. I have that gun I want. Yeah, good. and with some of the frames I have these days, we'd be able to do that even quicker. Hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. I, I I am a big fan of Warframe and have been for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Shall I mean we've gone like way off topic at this point? We, so. we wandered off into the depths today. Uh, we're all in a bit of weird headspace. So I mean, speaking of weird headspace, how about this one from Blizzard? <laughs> ah, yay. So, they're having a blood drive. Yeah. Essentially. You have to go donate blood and then send in proof that you donated blood. And then you go into a contest to win in-game items. Yeah. Like, and I, I like the idea of people giving blood. Let's not get that wrong. I like this. That's really it's good. A good thing. I, I thought it was a silly thing for, for them to be doing. But then you get to what the big contest is at the end. Yeah. Which is after they've acquired 666 quarts of blood, which, you know, of course they do. It's the Diablo game. Yeah. You can go into a contest to win a PC that has human blood inside the cooling. That is bad. It's bad, Blizzard. Why? Yeah. I mean, define on how much of the cooling has to have human blood in it because it could like, be like a it, minuscule drop and they're yeah. like yep see it could just be a single drop put into the cooling system because like human blood's got proteins in it and plasma and well it'll go fucking bad eventually so it'd have to be completely sterilized wiped of DNA like yeah it needs to pretty much not be class like you couldn't just cut your finger and drip it in to top up your fucking coolant it pretty much needs to be a sterilized component added to it. So this came from human blood. Look, the funny thing is, because blood coagulates, uh, all I can imagine is if there's a decent amount of it, like even spread out or thinned into it, eventually it'll congeal together to make a clump and your computer will have an actual aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> like, how'd your computer die? Oh, it had an aneurysm. Very sudden. No one saw Heart it. Heart attack. <laughs> 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 well, okay, the other thing being they say that it's a liquid cooler PC that is infused with human blood. Yeah. It may not be in the liquid cooler. Yeah. I mean, I, I've built enough PCs where somewhere on them there's a drop of my blood from me cutting myself on the metal in the case somewhere. Mm. It could have to be no, just that, like... that was the sacrifice you had to pay. That's how, yeah, that's how computers that, work. That's how yeah. you summon the magic smoke that makes electronics work. Exactly. It all makes sense. That's why when a light bulb breaks, you see the smoke escape. Yeah. Yeah, it could also be just like a, a drop in a pendant 
like yeah, yeah. in it somewhere. Like that's all it'd need to be. Pretty much. So, they meet their contractual obligations. I'd, I, I'd be curious to see what it is when it actually comes out. Yeah, like, yeah. I would be keen to see a look at it and see what what they do with it. But like, it's one of those things. I like this idea of like a blood drive kind of thing. But did it have to be Blizzard doing it? Because like, that just seems to me like they are fishing for anything for good fucking like. Well, for the type of it. game that they're advertising, yes, it does. Yeah, but. It could have also been done for any other vampire game. Yeah. Like, it's just that this is the mob that's done it for this particular game. They could have done the same thing for Diablo 3. Yeah. Mm. Like, to me, it screams good I am glad they didn't do it for fucking Immortal, because then they wouldn't just want to drain your wallet, they'd want you drained dry, and then your husk thrown out the back onto the the bloody pyre. See, that's why they're doing it for Diablo, like, 4. They can't get to you via the microtransactions as much as they were. So now they're going straight for the blood. (laughs) (laughs) They're still trying for the microtransactions, though. Like, they've got to feed the devs somehow, I swear. Like, those guys are already pasty and live in the dark. They aren't. They're constantly firing them. Oh, yeah, Yeah. true. (laughs) Yeah, because they've already fucking drained them. Mm. They get in the flesh, uh, the fresh blood from, like, you know, universities. Like, make a game with us. How do you feel about microtransactions? You're for them? You're hired. <laughs> I swear, we can just rename the podcast Three Jaded Old Pricks at this point. <laughs> Although we want to talk about some stuff we might get a little bit excited about then. Yay! Yes. So, we had the Xbox Partner Preview. Now, before we get into this, I'm going to be a grumpy old man and go, I really think these little mini-reveal things aren't that good. They come off just empty to me. Yeah. Well, because they, they can never announce that much stuff. Yeah. Or, why aren't they announced using these sort of things to announce smaller stuff? More indies and double yeah, A's. Exactly. Why is it always the triple A stuff? Yeah. This would be the place to... to uh, like, the, the days of the 360 where they had their... Their smaller games. Like... Yeah. This would be the... the these should be the showcases for indies. Whereas trying to bury them within an E3-like thing, they sort of get buried under these other fucking yeah. titles. Yeah. You want to show that Xbox Arcade is alive and well and you we've got content coming? Do it here. Mm. Yeah. Don't just yet. hope people happen to hear about this cool game that's buried on the online store. I would say that this is closer to PlayStation State of Play, but yeah. this had more unique games that we weren't already told about. Yeah, I <laughs> that know, is true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Things that we didn't know were coming. Yeah, whether you're interested in them or not, it still had unique titles in it. Yeah. yeah, and a fucking broad spectrum of titles like mm. holy shit so I will link this uh, list we're about to use into the show notes uh, but first up was the uh, newest trailer for Metal Gear Solid 3's remake Yeah, and I mean it looks fucking pretty I mean it does. who thought it wasn't gonna it's Metal Gear yeah it's been completely redone in Unreal 5 Yeah, it looks pretty as buck yeah it really, really fucking does. And I've played some of Snake Eater. I don't think I finished it last time I played, so I'd be pretty keen to check it out again. But, you know, looking this fucking dope. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fun one. Like, I'll probably pick that one up, to be honest. Yeah, so. Next up was the uh, launch trailers for Alan Wake 2. 
And uh, as much as I really want to play this because I like the original Alan Wake, I actually have the collector's edition around here somewhere. Um, and I really liked Control. Yeah, Control which is great. set in the same setting. Yay, stealth sequel. Um, so the actual sequel of Alan Wake 2, I'm like, yes, I want to play this, but it's in Epic Jail. And this time, it's a little more warranted. Epic did put money into it. But, yeah. I'm, I'm not buying it on Epic. I'm like, not doing that. We had to have the conversation, the preamble. It's like, look, my love of Alan Wake does not trump my hatred for Epic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I'm no, just, away. Like, Epic, have, it as a, have a game store all you want. Just don't have fucking Epic Jail. That's yeah. the only downfall of it. Yeah. You'd probably actually get significantly more positive press. Yeah. Like, imagine if I was sitting here going, look, it's releasing, and the only reason it's happening is because Epic paid for it. I'd be yeah. talking yeah. you up uh, right now, but uh, right now I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. It's an it, Epic jail. It'd just be straight out, it's available on the Epic store. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. But you can only get it here because it's locked there. Yeah. Fuck you. That's shit. Pretty like much. maybe give it, maybe you could have given yourself like a skin or something, and it'd be like, I hate the fact that you get an exclusive skin, but you put money in, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You bought your okay own skin. That. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Bully for you, but yeah, no. Epic Jail's stupid. It's dumb, and one of the biggest releases this year is stuck behind it. Yeah. The, I'll like, see what, you in a year. Watching the gameplay trailer of this, like the the enemy character, like the enemy in it, is like creepy as fuck. Like it's oh, yeah. a straight out ghost who looks like she's dripping through real like water in reality and mm. plunging back out to come at you. It's creepy as fuck. I never That's played the, the first one, but, really yeah. but it looks amazing. But at the same time, it's like it's in Epic Jail. Ah! Yeah, actually, so you've not seen the original, like played the original one. I played a, a little played bit of it. I played a little bit of it when it was uh, on Xbox years ago, but mm. it just wasn't my style of game, so I just didn't keep playing. Yeah, is it on Game Pass? I don't know. I think if it's Control not, is... it's always... It's very cheap on, on Steam yeah. if you really wanted to play it. Oh, get it on GOG. And keep it forever. <laughs> oh, God, he's got me doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't even have to do it. <laughs> uh, next up was the... It's really hard to talk about this because, like, it's it's a trailer for uh, the new Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth game, but they decided to make an entire trailer for a sub game within that game. Yeah, I actually now, thought I this was its own standalone game for the amount of no. shit they've thrown into this. See, like to me, it's not that weird because I played the other Yakuza games, and they do this sort of thing all the time. They do, where they just have overly detailed side hustles you can do within the main game this is a Um, whole trailer on build your own fantasy holiday island yeah and that's I thought that was the entire game by itself like that's just a sub game yeah probably like if I grab that all I'll end up doing is that as I'm running around the island going no one ever suspects the fun place (laughs) that movie is forever in my head it will never go away so, I mean, like, I'm looking forward to playing it when it comes out, but I absolutely adore the Yakuza games. Mm. Um, I have bought them twice now. Once on Steam when they first released, and once they released on GOG. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm pretty in on that franchise, so I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, next up was Ark Survival Ascended, which is the remake of the original Ark. Look, like, it's coming out in a better engine at least, and I played a lot of Ark with a few friends, and I have fond memories of it, but I'm also a slut for, like, survival building games. It looks yeah, pretty. It looks pretty. Yeah. There's better survival crafting games than fucking Ark. Yeah, but... I will admit there is dinosaurs. a unique appeal to riding a T-Rex, but I don't think it overrides how basic this is, and the fact that they're essentially trying to make you pay for the game again. again. And they already got in trouble for releasing DLC to a game that was still an alpha. Yeah. Like, they cop some shit for that. I And I they're stopped. turning the they're turning the servers for the original game off. Yeah. So if you want to play Ark, you can only use the new one. Yeah. Which is a dick move. Well and true. So you know, even if you did enjoy the original and already owned it, you're gonna have to buy the new one, so yeah. I it's a giant that. dick move. It Especially is. given the fact they're working apparently on Ark two. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, I enjoyed Ark when it came out, but that's only because of the people I was playing with and the fact we had a private server. We didn't have to deal with fuckwits. But I, I won't be grabbing this one. I'm gonna let that flounder, and I'll laugh at it later. Yeah, pretty much. I, I can't. No part of me wants to tell anyone to to check that out. Yeah. I mean, if you happen to want something like that, I mean, okay. But trust me, there's bet. I mean, come on, uh, what is it? Uh, like next year, if you can hold out. Um, Nighting- what is it? Nightingale? The, the the weird one where you go through the Fae portals? Oh, yes. No, I'm actually quite keen. Um, like, that's coming. And that looks significantly more interesting. That almost gets me to want to play it. And I hate crafty survival games. Yeah. And I kind of want to play that game because it looks fun. It do. But Ark, no. Just just let Ark flounder and die and be like, Yay, we had that one tra trailer with Vin Diesel in it. Yay. Which is funny because, like, I, he was all over like the last few E3s. Yeah. And I haven't seen anything of that whole, no. he's got to be in this. And it's like, okay, cool. Mm. <laughs> and not once did he mention family. I was very disappointed. Disappointing. <laughs> uh, next up is Manowards. Uh, seems to be sort of a city builder RTS hybrid. Medieval uh, base. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I've played a few of these sort of games before. I might look at it. I don't know. I'll probably wait and see what other people are saying about it when it comes out. I've tried these ones before, but I tend to die pretty quick. Because I make bad decisions and then my town dies. Like, I like City Builders. I still think Anno 1404 is one of the best ones of those I've ever played. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it, it could be interesting. I might keep an eye on it, but, like, there's no, like, oh, yes, I need to play that. Though, if you're, if you're interested in City Builders and want a, a Sim City fix, uh, City Skylines 2 dropped on Game Pass this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I saw that. <laughs> they actually. had to put out a warning. The PCs were overheating because yeah, because the uh, settings are so high. Yeah, oh, it's fucked. That game is the new crisis for testing out PCs. I, I played quite. Well, I tried to play a lot of the first City Skylines, and it's one of those games where it's like I really want to like be good at playing this, but 
I burn every city I start to build. There's Same. a few YouTube like, channels I like watching who play it, but holy fuck, am I bad at that game? Oh, there's a guy I watch who plays it. Oh, I really love because, like, in real life, he's a civil engineer. Oh, nice. So when he plays games like City Skylines, he talks a lot about like actual ways to do city infrastructure and how to design road networks. Yeah, I don't know why it's very interesting. There's a, I tried playing it. I was watching like guides at one point, like how the fuck do I get traffic to flow properly, and then it never did. Well, um, there's a, a bloke at Biffa plays, and I've watched mm. a lot of his stuff. He does a lot of the original City Skylines games, where you can build a city with fucked up traffic and send him your save mm. and he'll go through your entire map and then make tra- like his whole thing is like how fucked up is your traffic how good can I get it and holy shit some of that's just put it on in the yeah. background and it's just like that's a happy place just watching that yeah. all happen because I'll build a city and instant traffic jam at the first intersection and the rest is on fire oh, but yeah city time. builder check it out yeah uh, next up was the trailer for Robocop Rogue City. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the trailer looks a lot better than the one from E3, but that's because this trailer is basically just hit, cut together of him shooting people. Pretty this, much. It's... This is the trailer that should have been at E3. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. This is like a bit, a bit more of a hype version. Yeah, yeah. like that As video they had at E3, the video they had at E3 felt very much like uh, pre-alpha fuck around gameplay it didn't feel very yeah. polished at all whereas looking at this it's a lot more polished than it was still not oh, definitely. as great as a lot of other FPS's out there but it actually feels a, a bit more to it this this at E3 would have made me look at it and go okay this might actually have some potential whereas I'm already jaded from what I've previously seen yeah yeah. I have a distinct feeling one of us may pick this up when it comes out Purely for content. If More if this less, gets yeah. dropped on Game Pass, I'll I'll play it oh, happily. Yeah. Oh yeah. If this but drops on Game Pass, one hundred. I'm I'm not gonna like chill out for it, but if it's there, I'll play it. Depending yeah. on cost and what I what kind of cash I got in my account at the time, there is a potential I would buy it for content. Very but much so. it would be the only reason I would buy it. I would not buy it because I'm like super hyped for Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> it would be so that we had something to talk about and that's it. Yeah. No one is super hyped for Robocop. Not even Robocop. Robocop's incapable of being hype. Exactly. Uh, next up is Still Wakes the Deep. Uh, I mean, it looks interesting. I do like my survival horror games, and running around a somewhat abandoned slash sinking oil rig seems like a really cool environment. I haven't yeah. really played any games in. The only the tr- issue I've had, I would have with that, is I played Deresha, which is the one they made uh, like previously. It was a great game, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but it was very much a it's story based in the way of oh, yeah. follow the path. It tells you a story, but I'm hoping this one's a bit more interactive. I mean, like, Dear Esther came out, like, right at the start of the quote-unquote walking simulator, like, thing. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it is gorgeous, and mm. it tells an okay story, but you... It felt like a bit of a lie to call it a game. Yeah. Because yeah. I played through yeah. that one an expecting interactive the game novel. to be right around the corner. Yeah. I was gonna say, the game would be right around the corner. That's when the game begins. It's just the preamble, and then it was done. Yeah. 
still fun though I enjoyed it oh yeah no it's definitely a, it's one of those sort of like experience titles but yeah. like that was back before anyone understood what those were yeah the, the trailer this little... reminded me of uh, the last mission in Goldeneye Cradle just the yeah. walkways and everything between it it's yeah. just the vibe I got from it yeah that's fair, that's fair. The, the game is nothing like that but that's just the vibe I felt from it bit of nostalgia kicking in hmm uh Next up is Dungeons of Hinterberg. Uh, this one was, uh, I mean, it looks like it might be interesting. I don't know if I'd be the target audience for it. No. It's a very stylized looking game. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like a, old school cell shading kind of feel to it. And some light uh, combat. Yeah, light yeah. combat think, dungeon crawler with a lot of uh, relationship building. Yeah. And it still has that unfortunate walk cycle, run cycle. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the dead-eyed NPCs, like, holy shit, they stare into your soul. I hate that I can't unsee the way she runs. Why does yeah. he have to go to fucking a design universe? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can't block that shit out. That's ingrained in us. It sounds so petty, though. Like, make her it run does. better. But, but it looks bad. It looks wrong. Yeah. That's the problem. When you when you learn how the sausage is made, you no longer want to eat the sausages. I mean, I know how sausages are made, and I still eat sausages all the time. Yeah, so, it's so fucking tasty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if your your primary schools did, but ours took us to a butcher. Yeah, yeah. somehow knowing what's in the sausage actually makes me want to eat more sausages. No, you see, like actual sausages from an actual butcher are great. Oh, yes. It's the the kilo of francs you get from coals that come from unknown location. The, mm. They're the ones I'd be questioning. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, they charged you five bucks for twenty-four. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Some days you, like, you gotta like pay that small amount and realize you're probably eating mostly human. Yeah, you just gotta turn your eye to it and say, "Well, it's delicious right now." That's all that well, matters. Look, once it's would... on bread, diagonal, not square. Oh, of Agreed. Fucking psychos. No, only, only psychos eat it square. <laughs> we don't it's trust why, those people. I swear, it's why Americans are like, how do you eat it on bread and then split the bread in half? It's because you folded it the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Once you've got it on bread, with your tomato sauce, mustard if it's your thing, and some onions, oh, like, yeah, you don't yeah, even yeah. notice that that hot dog is mostly people. Yeah. But, Honestly, you know, if it came out tomorrow that the Woolies and Coles snags were, like, basically soylent green of our world, I would probably still eat them. Yes. Like, can we add people to the list get get put into sausages, please? <laughs> like, Instead of the, you, the death notes of sausage notes. You know Australia takes sausages seriously when there was a, a national news story about the way Bunnings changed putting onions on their fucking sausages. Now yeah. they have to put hey. onions underneath. And onion on top. I don't care where it is. Onion on top. Yeah. I I'm, like I'm, onion on top. I'm onion on top crew. Yeah. yeah. And onion underneath just feels wrong. Just onion no, underneath. It's, where, it's like, not bread, right. snag, it. onions, sauces. Yeah. yeah. If you have the onions on the bottom and you bite in, you get like one of those ones that doesn't want to like break. It pulls oh, yeah. you, you it pull out. the whole guts out. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're biting down through it, you have to bite through the sausage, which breaks the onion. So it's like, yeah. Mm. There's a science to it, guys. We, there we is. There's a whole fucking. It's a national I mean, fucking tragedy when they change that. It's terrible. Yeah. I understand why they did it, but it doesn't make it right. On yeah. par with the uh, like the loss of the family pack from Arnott's, but oh, we're not even going to start on Bickies again, bud. Because yeah, we, we can't shit. go down the Bickie no, hole. No, we've only got we really five can't. minutes left. Uh, yeah. We we got to have a much better topic to go on Biscuit Rant Three. Oh yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up was Spirit of the North 2. Uh, I played Spirit of the North. I quite like It's a very pretty game. Yeah. Very reminiscent of like Journey and that kind of thing. So it's like story based and running around. Very nice to look at. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it'll be a good chill out game if things mm. are oh, getting a bit yeah. too heated up with other stuff. Uh, the finals is going into open beta, which is kind of cool, I guess, if you're into that sort of thing. Which one was the finals? Um, I don't think I've seen so, it. So, uh, the finals payday. is the... It's oh, the, that's true. Eh, I mean, I mean I don't, it's it's more like Apex Legend with an objective. Yeah. Hmm. So the basic idea is you drop into a game map, uh, I think it's maximum, I think it's 12 players... Um, split into teams of, no, it's nine players because it's teams of three hmm. and there should always be, and the idea is that there are two, uh, lock boxes that you need, that can be opened for, for money. Yeah. Um, cause there should always be one extra team. That, that's the way the game's designed. Hmm. Um, and the idea is you and your small team have to go and, and find one of these boxes, crack it open and then escape with the contents. The big thing they did with this game is they went high on destructible terrain. Ah, nice. So, a uh, legitimate strategy for keeping your safe safe is to drop a building on it. <laughs> I love it. Another valid strategy for stealing a case is to go to the level underneath it, blow the hole out, the floor out, and just drop it down to you. Oh, that could be entertaining. That'd be great. So, but it lost me competitive. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Same here. It's not my cup of tea. I don't really want to do that. But it's definitely like for the people who play those sort of games, I think they're really gonna like. I'd the I'd really like to watch like a good group playing this. Yeah. On, on Twitch or YouTube, oh, like just yeah. look at some of the strategy there. That'd be fucking great to look at. It's just Honestly, not the game for me. <laughs> I could probably enjoy watching this as like multiple teams go after these things, but I would suck yeah. at it. I'd get too yes. angry. Absolutely, completely agree with yeah. you. If this actually hit like a, a proper competitive scene and like watching a a good dedicated team, like couple of teams mm. go at it, that would be fucking fun to watch. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Without that, not terrain. my game. <laughs> like, did we ever get confirmation that Red Faction 3 was ever going to happen? I don't think we're going to get that after the failure that was Armageddon. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That one was not great. <clears throat> Gorilla, still top tier. Absolutely. If you've never played Red Fashion Gorilla, mm. fix that. Fucking that yeah. game great is game. amazing. So much fun. But yeah, Armageddon was a bit... What? Wait. <laughs> Step in the wrong direction. That one. Uh, and uh, last game on our list is Ikora Will Not Die. Um seems to be some sort of roguelite parkour thing I'm not super clear on what it is honestly the sense like this, it will not die is that you underestimate my power and stupidity sir <laughs> but will not die and it's roguelite so you're gonna die a lot yeah yeah just keep coming so back. I mean I don't play like I've played more roguelites than I thought I would but I still don't really like the genre so the minute they go, it's a roguelite, it's like, ah, that just means I'm going to die a lot. And yeah. not for anything good, but because I haven't leveled up enough to be able to get through this. Like, I liked Hades, and I'm looking forward to Hades too. Oh, yeah. But, like, at the same time, that's the only one of those games that's really resonated with me. Returnal is the only um, one that's sort of ah, hung yeah, it out for me. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, but you, you mentioned it earlier, um, Deep Rock Galactic Survival, that's a roguelite. Yeah, that is true, yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, that is far too much fun, I love that game. Yeah. Give me the full game already, I, I keep seeing not in the yeah. demo, right? Getting, <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, I know, right? I think the, the biggest problem I have with that game is that the... Like, there's only two things that can happen as the level goes on. Hmm. A supply pod gets dropped, and the swarm. And yeah. by the time you get to the last level, it's just like, hey, who wants nine swarms? Oh, yeah. the, the worst thing is, like, I've seen it, it was like, oh, a swarm's in coming. like, this wasn't the swarm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Are you, so, you're trying to dig through a wall. It's like, just dig through quicker, 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 quicker. And you yeah. hit that one little patch, it's slightly harder. It's like, god damn. One little hidden yeah. mineral, it's like, oh god, no. Yeah. So, like, it's it's really fun. I look forward to playing that one when it comes out, but, like... Especially when it goes multiplayer. I really would like there to be more things that could happen along that, like, timer track than yeah. just swarm. I bet that there will be, but... Oh, for a demo, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Okay, so... Considering there's only those two options when you either dive, I have still sunk a lot of hours into this game already. Oh yeah, same. Like, it's pretty good. We've got almost all the weapons, um, uh, so they can actually be upgraded. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't super into that, like, you've just got to sink 12 levels into them hmm. before you can even get unlocks on them. I thought that was a bit rough. Yeah. But, I don't know, but if, then... you, if you do a run-through where you, where you focus on that as your main and have everything else support it's not too bad yeah mm. I'm not saying it was difficult it's just like I don't Annoying. know it felt unnecessary yeah yeah. It's maybe also like level kind 5 of or 6 maybe like but yeah. then then you're more likely to get 2 or 3 weapons maxed out in a single run so mm. at least doing like to level 12 at least you, it's forcing you to focus yeah. on one for an entire run before you can do anything Anytime else you can I do one the, at a time uh, the card that says, you know, gives you a plus two, I always grab that. that thing oh, yeah. <laughs> That's but, so handy. Yeah. I mean, like, everything else has up to level 18, so... Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah no, we're all looking forward to that game. <laughs> yeah. And, and Endless that Dungeon in this showcase. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Endless Dungeon is out as well, and it's three-player oh, yeah. multiplayer. Oh, yeah. I've been here. Game Pass, or is that That's on Steam? No idea. It's on Steam. I, I got it on Steam. I've enjoyed it. I've been hearing some mid-things about it. It's, you enjoying it so far? Uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's That's en- good. It's Endless Dungeon, but they've done a previous game called Dungeon of the Endless, I think it is, or it's yeah. the fucking other way around. Yeah. This is pretty much just a 3D version of that previous game with a bit more depth to it. I mean, I'm pretty in for that. Yeah, the other one why. is very much... Uh, it's not quite pixel art, but it's in that yeah, kind of style. Yeah. And this I is, think that one was a little more tower defense. Than this it, one was. it was to a point where you still had to like scope out a whole region and each time you open a door you get resources back and then you scope out the whole thing you find where your end point is and you got to go back and escort the, the gem all the way to the end <laughs> while fending off enemies yeah. this is that exact same thing but a lot more depth hey, so that's um, three player co-op is it? yes well I guess I know what we're doing Friday <laughs> um, you uh... can from the start play it by yourself with a single bot and you can go through and upgrade and unlock a second bot to come with you but in multiplayer it's a squad of three yeah I have a change for that uh, like this fun. thing's only 40 bucks too that's yeah, pretty it's cheap good as well. yeah 
Well, I think I know what I'm going to go do after. I was going to say, like, we're definitely not all just buying this game whilst, like, recording. I bought it last week. <laughs> yeah, so he's a step ahead. Anyway, we're out past an hour, so I think on that note, uh, I want to get out of here and buy a game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> so, y'all have a good one. Bye. See ya. <laughs>